0: what's up guys i'm sam lucas and we're back after a very long hiatus there um a while back we just got kind of busy um we stopped uploading for a little bit and then it kind of just got to the point where we weren't super motivated and we were both busy doing our own thing a lot of times so we kind of fell behind but um we're back we're in quarantine we have nothing else to do we're still talking sports we're missing sports um, and so, Sam, I know you were both doing the, something we like doing. And if you want to take away and explain that.
1: Yeah, for sure. We both love our top five lists. And again, one more apology from me. Life gets busy, school's busy, stuff like that. But now in quarantine, we have nothing else to do besides talk sports. Can't even watch any sports. So we love top five lists. We each have a top five list. And our top five list, Lucas, this week, our favorite games of the past few years in sports, uh, going back, I think my the longest ago game was 2010, so last decade or so of games. So many great events and, and sport, sports moments, but games as a whole that you sit down and you're riveted for the entire time, locked in your seat. Top five, really good, and if you don't mind, I'll get it going right away with my number Five game in the last couple of years uh, that I like the most. You ready? Go ahead. So to start off, game five of the now very criticized and very controversial 2017 World Series that the Houston Astros won. This game, Lucas, 13-12 to 12, the final score in 10 innings. I remember sitting down just to watch a good World Series game, getting ready, biggest event in the baseball season, and you get a a scoreline like that, 13-12, to the Dodgers out to an early lead, the Astros tie it up in the fourth, Dodgers up three in the fifth, Astros get back, tie game, Astros take the lead in the seventh, keep the lead throughout the eighth, the ninth inning, the top of the ninth, the Dodgers roll back, no pitching in this game was effective a ton of offense, it was exciting. Now, some of it may be taken away in hindsight with what the Astros were doing, 13 runs. uh, Maybe some of them assisted by the cheating that they definitely did and deserve all the shame going towards them for that. Uh, But let's move on from that and realize how just exciting in the moment that this game was. It was back and forth. You never knew what was going to happen next. After that fifth inning, I was like, anything can happen for the rest of this game, and of course it's the World Series game 5 so insane must win 2-2 series up to that point
0: very fun game. Yeah, and uh I'll move right into my number 5 spot. Um huge overtime game college football. It's LSU versus Texas A&M. Final score 72 to 74 and my god 7 overtimes. This it was unbelievable. Um I mean, they outscored themselves their their uh, regular-time scores in overtime because they just kept scoring. Uh, it was 28-28, I think, going into the end of the game, and then just back to back to back. I mean, it, it, I looked up to try to pull up the box score and, and look at the, the score line, and you can either find the four quarters and then just overtime or overtimes two through seven because – no website can somehow fit four quarters and seven overtimes. <laughs> um tremendous game. Texas A&M ends up pulling away um just at the very end. Uh it, it was, you know, a few years back so LSU um at the time uh I think seventh or they were they were up there and you know, that was the start of this LSU team um that we we're starting to see today, you know, it's now national champions, but that game definitely even though they lost um a legendary game for both teams and incredible to watch it's one of those games where you're sitting there the whole time edge of your seat just wondering how many more times can they keep doing this and just racking up the score
1: yeah that was an exhausting game to watch through seven overtimes but one thing it was not was boring i remember being hooked to that game like no other game i've watched in a long time that was absolutely insane. It's one of those games that you know you're watching a moment of history, and you just can't keep your eyes off of it. Uh, real good. So, I'm going to move into my number four for me. Favorite game in the last couple of years. This is in 2010. The Eastern Conference Finals between the Philadelphia Flyers and the Boston Bruins to make it to the Stanley Cup. Now, I'm a huge Philadelphia sports fan, and this was right when I was getting into being a ginormous sports fan overall and being a Flyers fan and growing up watching the Flyers with my dad. I remember watching this series um, and then unfortunately watching them lose the Stanley Cup in six. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about game seven. Let's talk about first the series as a whole. The Bruins were up three nothing in this series. Three nothing. They had four games in a row to beat the Flyers and clinch a spot in the Stanley Cup, and they couldn't do it. The Flyers came all the way back, tied the series up. I remember game six vividly, but more than game six, I remember game seven. This was in Boston, and I was so disappointed, almost in tears, because the Bruins got out to another 3 nothing lead, this time in game seven. They were up three goals to none in the first period, and I think the first couple minutes of the second period. And the Flyers came back. In the second half of the second period and third period to win four to three. Not only did they win the series, they won the game four to three and they went and they played in the Stanley Cup, unfortunately losing. But the joy on my face probably, I obviously didn't see it, but probably was unreal. I remember to this day the thrill of watching your favorite team come back down three nothing in the series and three nothing in game seven. Absolutely insane game.
0: Yeah, uh, as, as somebody, I, I think my first big, like, this is when I'm becoming a sports fan moment was watching my team come back. There's nothing better than when you're younger getting to see your team have that big win that kind of just locks you in. You're like, this is, I love this. Um, right. But, yeah, uh, moving on to my number four is the 2016 uh, Villanova Championship game uh, against North Carolina, which we know. 2018, you mean? Oh, 2016. 2016 2016 yeah, yeah. against North
1: Carolina oh my
0: bad my bad yeah, my yeah. Bad. i i know i got confused this whole time getting confused um that that was a, a ridiculous game where Villanova um was down and then came back and then they started to take a, a huge lead and then North Carolina has to come back and it comes down 74,
1: 74. Oh, what's that mm-hmm. yeah. The momentum swings were absolutely crazy. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: just back and forth. Where at one minute you're like, "Oh, it's North Carolina," like they got this, and then it's back to Nova, and coming out there with the the uh, buzzer beater um, by Chris Jenkins was unbelievable. Um, and I, <laughs> with the whole no fans and, and the tournament being canceled, there's, there's the the uh, the video out there of that buzzer beater happening with no fans. in attendance and i remember watching that and and um seeing that shot again and being like wow i remember that actually happened and that was just unbelievable to watch and and a a great game and not just a great game but a great moment in that last buzzer beater to win it which is anytime you see a championship you don't want a buzzer beater i mean that's that's you draw it up in your head that's the perfect ending you know
1: Not only that buzzer beater, but uh, Marcus Page's shot to get that game to a tie game. They were down three and he jumped Archie Diacono coming out and contesting the shot beautifully. Page double clutches right as his feet about to hit the floor, just heaves it up with his hands and left hand it might have been, I don't even know, and it goes in unprobable, just like how in the world did that go in? Just adding another
0: layer on how awesome that game was for sure. I mean, the, the fact that yeah, that, that shot, the, the Marcus Page shot, is the fact that that's even overlooked because of how crazy the last minute 30 is of that game. Um, Just fantastic ending to uh, an even better game.
1: Absolutely. Uh, for my third favorite game in the last couple of years, I'm going to go back to baseball, the World Series. Game six in 2011, St. Louis Cardinals and Texas Rangers. This was one of the Second or third World Series that I was really locked in for every single game. And watching this game six, the Rangers were up three to two. Cardinals fighting off elimination. Down three going into the eighth, down two going into the ninth. Two or I think two runners on, and David Freeze up at the plate. This man became a postseason legend. When he ripped one out to right, got over Nelson Cruz's head, and he slides into third after scoring two runs and tying the game up, Uh, and then stands up on his knees. The crowd's going crazy. Joe Buck on the call, whose dad was a legendary Cardinals announcer. That was awesome. That tied the game up in the bottom of the ninth. Just electric playoff baseball, which is what you love to see. And then we go to the 11th inning, tied. And David Freeze gets back up to the plate, tied up at nine apiece, and sends a ball out to right center field on the grass in, the, in uh, Bush Stadium in St. Louis, and wins the game. Sends the series to game seven. Joe Buck, with one of my favorite calls of all time, giving great homage to his, to his father, saying, we will see you tomorrow night. That, to me, is what playoff baseball is all about i will remember david freeze going off in game six of the world series for as long as i watch
0: sports and uh, another thing we mentioned earlier uh in in how playoff sports and especially baseball just a, a completely different game uh once you get there and also in baseball for any one player to to control the game is incredible to watch in and of itself um Onto my number three, this is one that you had uh, in your top five before we talked through ours and revised them, is Chiefs versus Rams Monday night football game a oh. few years back. 51-54 Rams, and wow, Crazy. what a game. I mean, it, it was, high octane is putting it lightly, it's it was like playing Madden in arcade mode where you just in the NFL, I mean, offenses are getting better, they're getting faster, they're scoring more. But this, this was college level, this was two unstoppable offenses. Not only was it,
1: it seemed like college level, but the play was at such a high level because both teams were nine and one. The Rams went on to play in the Super Bowl that year, the Chiefs went on to lose a heartbreaking AFC championship game. They were maybe the two best teams in the league at that time and it was a, a spectacle in a packed Los Angeles Coliseum.
0: And now uh after obviously Goff loses the Super Bowl and then Mahomes is now a Super Bowl champion um it, it might be a little bit uh overshadowed but at the time we were watching and, and thinking these are the quarterbacks of the future right here going at it like these are two guys who are going to be great and and you know, to, Goff ends up throwing the touchdown pass to to go ahead and to win the game. So yep. it, it just seeing those two go at it at that moment, it was like, wow, this is the future right here. This is amazing to watch. And yeah, I mean, two uh, arguably the two best teams in the the league at that point. I mean, the Chiefs very well could have gone to the Super Bowl over the Patriots uh, after yeah. AFC but Championship in the Super Bowl matchup. After-
1: it was absolutely crazy. You see, Sean McVay, young upstart head coach, uh, and Andy Reid, the veteran head coach, both offensive geniuses, and it was really cool. I actually just rewatched that game the other night on ESPN. It was just replaying because what else are they going to play in the middle of the night? And it was it was awesome. I was captivated by it
0: again. Yeah, like I was one. I to say I, I know ESPN either already played or is going to play it, but yeah, that was the, they have like a Monday Night Football series, and I was up there and. Thank goodness it was worth the rewatch. Yep,
1: absolutely. So I'm going to keep it in the NFL for my second favorite game uh, in the past couple of years, and this obviously I'm a Philadelphia sports fan. That's been mentioned plenty of times. The Eagles beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl 2018. Just a soft spot in my heart. There was drama until the end. I never felt. With Tom Brady having the ball, even with two seconds left throwing a Hail Mary. The Philly special was in there. The story of Nick Foles and how was he playing such at such a high level despite being a backup almost out of the league two years prior? It was crazy. Guys like Corey Clement had a hundred yards. It just so many things happened, and it was a it was such an experience to just sit and watch the Eagles play in such a big game with everything on the line it was say what you will call me biased i don't care i think it was a thrilling game for a neutral fan like yourself but as an eagles fan definitely my all-time favorite nfl game
0: no i i mean that game yeah, <laughs> i i would say i'm unbiased uh up to the point where i just don't like uh the eagles very much but <laughs> yes, I he, even, even for wow. me that was an incredible game, and I I love Nick Foles. Um, he's he's just one of those quarterbacks that's like a a, a story, you know, where for him to, yeah, to come back in the league and then win a Super Bowl like that, and and to win a Super Bowl against the Patriots, you know, uh, against yeah, Tom, Tom Brady. um, crazy. crazy. And and you know, I I did like that Eagles team that year too, and I loved Carson Wentz that year, and and to see Nick Foles come in there and and carry that that team over to a super bowl win um you know again over the patriots like at that point um yeah that was yeah. insane and one of the, the best super bowls of my lifetime oh, for sure and keeping it with championships i'm going to go into what is my favorite nba championship i've ever gotten the opportunity to watch which was the Cavs beating the Warriors Game Seven, 2016 NBA Finals. Oh um, this is the the three one lead series, and absolutely that that has two of my favorite plays in NBA history ever. Um, one definitely, LeBron's block on Iggy and that call. Just that call is fantastic. Um, listen to that. One of those. Yeah. One of those, uh, you know, um, moments where you hear it, and yeah, and every time you hear it, yeah, you just you feel in the oh, blocked by James, and then yeah, with Kyrie's step back shot, and and
1: oh my goodness, cold blooded, he hit it right in the mitt, and it he drained it. I remember watching that like it was yesterday. I was amazed that that shot went in. I, I and then you add on. 3-1 deficit that they cut from behind and came from behind and won from. So much going into that. The Warriors, an absolute dynasty. So easy to hate them. 73 wins. They're too good. They win all the time. They're stacked. And LeBron, lovable, winning a championship for his home team. I
0: cannot blame you at all for having that number two. Yeah, and and then after that game, just right as soon as it ends, you have LeBron, the Cleveland, this is for you. The, the whole parade, it, it was... Just the, every every moment around that game and and just the game itself, amazing. And I, I honestly think my favorite basketball game I've ever watched.
1: Yeah, I agree. Too many good moments and and a good game that still did come down to the wire. Um, really, really good for your number two. So I am ready to go on to my number one favorite sports game, favorite game in any of the major sports. And we're going to include college because this is a collegiate football game. This is my favorite football game of all time. And it comes in 2017, New Year's Day, Penn State versus University of Southern California, the Trojans in the Rose Bowl. The event venue combination of the Rose Bowl, I just want to throw it out here, is the best event venue combination in the world. I don't care about sports, entertainment, don't care what it is. The combination of the Rose Bowl game in Pasadena in the Rose Bowl is better than anything in
0: this entire universe. Do you agree? Uh, I Yeah, Rose Bowl is my favorite bowl game. I am, or You know that I love Pasadena in the Rose Bowl. So
1: let me get into this game. On one side, you have a Penn State offense that upset Ohio State earlier in the year that is electric to watch. First of all, obviously, we have to point it out. Saquon Barkley. Insane. He's still insane. He's on your Giants. He was on this Penn State team. I don't like Penn State personally, but I could not get enough of this Penn State offense. I watched every one of their games just captivated by the big-time plays that this offense was capable of. Not only did you have Saquon Barkley, who speaks for himself, his play speaks for him, you have Trace McSorley at quarterback, who was a personality. He wasn't the tallest and he would just throw the ball downfield and find one of his receivers, Deshaun Hamilton, among others, but another star receiver on that team who was in the news today, Chris Godwin. He's on the Buccaneers now. He's going to have Tom Brady throwing him the ball, but in college, he had Trace McSorley slinging the rock to him. That offense, elite, insane. And then on the other side of the ball, Ronald Jones II, he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer right now, He's a good running back. He was good in college, maybe overshadowed by Barkley in this game. Still very fun to watch in college. And at quarterback, Sam Darnold, who went for 453 yards and five touchdowns on 33 of 53 passing. This game was pure, unadulterated fun for a football fan. 52-49, a last-second field goal for the win, USC craziness in pasadena that night i remember sitting down to watch it at one and i know it was a long game it was like five hours later it felt like 10 minutes had passed and it was pedal to the metal foot down pure intense football for hours and hours i
0: couldn't get enough of it i'd go back and watch it right now if i could uh uh, yeah no for sure and uh that season for both those teams. you know both top ten ranked teams, and obviously you you laid it all out already with Saquon Barkley, um the the field goal kick, uh you know to end the game, and I mean again that's up there with um that Monday Night Football game, um you know same thing we were just watching two unstoppable offenses just going at it, and I mean like a buzzer beater anytime that you see a game end in a field goal, and then in the fourth quarter, um. I mean, if you look at the box score, it's funny because you see Penn State in the the second and third and then USC in the first and fourth, Um, shutting them out there. But yeah, no, uh, love the Rose Bowl, and that's one of the best.
1: Yeah, it was a perfect storm. You had two fun teams, a great bowl game, in a great venue on a beautiful day on New Year's Day. I think that's my favorite football game I've ever watched.
0: No, it, it, it uh, completely a fantastic take. Um, keeping it in football, moving on to my number one, um, a game that is going to live in infamy forever and is going to um excite one fan base forever and haunt another. The Patriots versus Falcons Super Bowl, oh, the twenty-eight to three comeback and. This is one of those games where you watch it, and and you know I watched the whole thing through. And in the beginning, there I kind of sat there and it was like, "This is gonna suck," but I'm gonna watch it because right. I mean, every time Brady's better than Super Bowl, I keep thinking like, "I gotta watch this in case it's the last one." And right. you know, watching that um, at halftime, you know, you're like, "Okay, well, like this is it. is this the end of the dynasty?" I mean, it is is Brady gonna come back all the from this? questions. Ellen. yeah i mean that everything came forward there and then you know coming out even in the third quarter you know the Pats finally uh, they put up six and then being down in the 25 point comeback and that fourth quarter was unreal the the edelman catch uh that where, where he he bumps it up and he catches it on the ground oh my goodness Slow motion that. you
1: see his gloves they <laughs> under the right between the toe and the ball, he hauls it in. Yeah, insane. They
0: replayed that, you know, dozens of times. They were just replaying it constantly, constantly, constantly. And I remember sitting there thinking, he caught that. And there was no doubt in my mind. I was like, he got that. And, I mean, that's the kind of moment, and I compare that to, to like, the David Tyree catch, where when you have a catch like that, the amount of momentum your team gets and your fans get from that, I mean, that's enough to drive you to win a game. And so... After that, it was like, I I think that they got it here. And then they go to overtime and they win it. And I just remember sitting there thinking, I mean, at at halftime, you know, there was no chance I was sitting there like, oh, Pat's got this one for sure. And we were talking about the end of the dynasty, how bad this was. And then
1: you come out with a second half comeback like that. When you put the whole thing together, plus a Super Bowl in overtime, never seen before. You put that all together, you have one of the
0: greatest games in NFL history. I mean, for a game at halftime to be saying the dynasty's over, and by the end of the game to be saying, "I don't want to hear Tom Brady isn't the greatest football player of all time." <laughs> <laughs> like the, the 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 jump there is unreal. Absolutely crazy, and and definitely one of the greatest football games of all time. I will respect anybody whose take is that it's the best Super Bowl of all time. Uh, Especially if you're for for Pats fans and for anybody who isn't a fan of the Falcons.
1: Definitely. I I cannot uh, uh, strike a disagreement with you on that being your favorite game of all time. Uh, Overall, we just listed out 10 fantastic games and if you're bored during this quarantine, go watch them. And enjoy yourself for a couple hours. Watch some good sports because there's nothing better to do, and it should be fun. Sam, do you uh, uh,
0: do you have any any things you're trying to watch or looking forward to over this uh, quarantine, sports related?
1: Um, I don't have anything I need to watch, but I do have a YouTube channel, SS Network on YouTube. Um, look it up. Look on any of our social media pages. I would love us subscribe and a few views on some videos uh i work hard on that stuff and it's fun i do it for fun uh, i'm not the most consistent uploader but bear with me we'll get there and uh, yeah it's it's a little uh it's in its own universe kind of toronto sports i cover everything a- at once on the channel it's unique i think and i think it's fun to watch i hope it's fun to watch it's certainly fun to
0: make so yeah check out ss network on youtube for me guys for sure check that out um me and uh, a friend of ours helped design the logos, so uh, you know, go out there, share it, uh, yes. share our work a little bit.
1: More, uh, <laughs> we, I also want to give a shout-out to Alex Weiss, at Alex Weiss Designs on Instagram. He, as you know if you've been listening for a long time, designed the logo for the break that you see here. Andy designed pretty much every logo as, uh, with your help and you two work together for a lot of the logos on my YouTube channel, SS Network. So check out SS Network and definitely check out at Alex Weiss Designs on Instagram. Hit him up if you need something
0: made graphic designs-wise. He's a wizard. Lucas, you're getting real good at it, too. Yeah, no, and he's he's been teaching me everything on there. Great. Definitely check his stuff out. Um, I will say I'm excited for the MJ doc uh, that's coming out. Just oh, yeah, that, that's going to be good. That's going to be that's insane. Gonna be <laughs> um, that's going to keep me occupied for some time. I know it'll keep a lot of people occupied, so excited for that. I'm... Excited for the return of sports. I'm hoping we get something to, to make up or an ending to this NBA season and everything soon. Yeah. I just want sports to resume. <laughs> my fire hot too. Uh, they cut that season off,
1: but yeah, definitely cannot wait for sports to be back. I think that goes without
0: saying. But uh, yeah, I'm Sam I'm Lucas, and this is Ben. The break.